Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How close do I have to be? Um, move yeah, the mic closer to you so that you don't have to hunch over. Don't you get mad that I've moved it? Well, I know, but we're gonna, I'm going to yeah, cut it. Yeah, just move it once. Yeah, just move it once. Pick it up and then set it down closer, like towards, towards the edge of the table. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, we're trying to help you work on your posture. Yeah. The posture's fine. <laughs> Ooh, are you doing the Joker dance? Yeah, I'm doing the Joker dance. He's got rhythm. He does. Yeah. Joaquin? Yeah. 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 Um, should we introduce the podcast? Yeah, do you yeah, want to do it this time? Yeah, I'll do it. Sure. Yeah, I'll let Gio do it. All right. Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, if we hate it, I'll just do it after you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, welcome to Hawkeyes, a, uh, how would you say, um, a, a, a uh, long form. Comme du temps. What does that mean? It's how you say, how do you say in French? Oh. So, yeah. What does that mean? Oh, it, mean, it, means, it means how do you say? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. French means you're smart. No, it just means that I <sighs> had to take a language in It high just school. means you're a revolutionary. It's true. Not really. Uh, so true. Eat the rich. Yeah. Authentic knowledge and feelings. I feel it. I feel it. I know where you're going with this. You want a little cliff that makes everybody laugh and feel good. You know what I mean? Instead, it's like, ooh. But I'm really not funny. No, no, no. we shouldn't have a contract. What? <laughs> okay. Oh, Captain, my captain. Speaking of Eat the Rich, Ethan Hawke, Hawkeyes, uh, a, a long-form media analysis of all of Ethan Hawke's uh, filmography from the first one, <laughs> which was Explorers. Explorers, as we explorers through his uh, movies mm. and uh, get his essence of what makes an Ethan Hawke movie, his, his, his acting style and whatever. His acting style and whatever. That's right. And I'm Harper. I'm Jonathan. And Jonathan's chewing. He's eating a cheese Danish. And our guest, who you just heard expertly introduce the show, is Gio Bayani, back by popular demand. Yo, what's up? Yeah. You might remember him from the dad episode or from the background noises on the Velocity of Gary episode. <laughs> yeah, I was the one who was like... That was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any any um, feedback noise you hear at any time on the show is just Geo. Yeah. I'm always executive producing. That's true. So, how are you guys doing? Good. Saturday. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, when do you guys introduce the show, the the movie of the, of the day of the of the pod? Whatever we feel like it. It's pretty different every time. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, we keep we're free. Loose. We're loose. We're young and is this is this the yeah. loosest? Is this the loosest? Well, maybe. Well, uh, uh, Gattaca. No. Oh, Gattaca was very loose. Right. That's the one where um, the guy didn't really watch the movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can top that. Uh, on this episode, we're talking about The Jimmy Show. That's right. The and Jimmy Show, uh, directed and written again by Frank Whaley of Joe the <gasps> King. 
and you might know him from Hustlers. He wasn't. I don't remember him. Hustlers. Oh, he was like the rich guy. I, I saw. I saw. I was looking up Frank Whaley, and uh, I saw that he was in like the Hustlers. I didn't. Rec- I don't remember him. He was more. okay. So you know when J Lo's explaining. He was in Hustlers? Oh my goodness! I'm not having this. I'm having this conversation with Gio, but I'm not having this conversation with you again. So Frank Oily, you know when Jayla's explaining the three different kinds of Wall Street guys, and she's like walking around showing Constance Wu mm-hmm. like how to work these different guys. Three different Wall Street. Guys. Yeah, so he's like the richest Wall Street guy, and so he comes into that back room. Oh yes, I remember. Yeah, he's the guy in the back room. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've explained this to you on the show before. Yeah, you told me about this, yeah. <laughs> and off the show. I remember now. It's coming back to me. It's bad okay. for him to chew on a podcast, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's almost done. We just got to get through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Chaos. So, yeah, so you were saying about the Jimmy show? Uh, yeah, uh, directed by Frank Whaley, who stars. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does also star does in he, it. Does he write it as well? I think mm-hmm. he did. Mm-hmm. Definitely seems like a, one of those kind of movies. Yes, oh, he yeah, also yeah, yeah. yeah well, he also written, directed, and starred yeah, yeah, by. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Is there a word for that? Um, Vanity I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, I thought yeah. This one and Joe the King, which he also directed and wrote. I believe he was in uh, Pulp Fiction as the guy. He was, he was in Pulp yeah. Fiction. Yeah, he was spooked. Yeah, Brett. That was his character's name. Yeah. Did you ever see that video with the Brett Kavanaugh I, thing? I've, no, I've never seen Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, they did. They made a video where they replaced. Um, For the audience at home, can you explain who Brett Kavanaugh is? I don't know. I don't know who that is. Is that he's is that a uh, he's a um, uh, judge. Oh, okay. Judge Dredd. Definitely Judge Dredd. What were yeah. the names of his friends again? Squee. Squee. Yeah. Something like that. Is yeah. that the guy who, who wrote the book? What book? Wasn't there wasn't wasn't one of his friends like somebody who wrote a book about like the 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 drunk adventures of like a next ex a Gen Xer? Really? You guys don't know about this? No. no. And I'm the one who's supposed to not know who Brett Kavanaugh is. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Why don't you try harder to be out of the loop on American politics, Gio? Sorry. I'm working on it. But like there, there, there's um there's a whole thing where like one of his buddies in, in mm-hmm. was it Yale or whatever. Where did he go to school? I think so. I think so, but yeah. But I think these the friends that he mentioned in the, like, I have the calendar, and I wrote down right here that mm-hmm. I was working out with so-and-so on Thursday, you know, yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that yeah, stuff yeah. was from high school, I thought. Okay. So so, so one, one, of his, one of his friends uh, kind of wrote a book. Mm-hmm. I, 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 let me, like, you know, research as I go, but or maybe mm-hmm. he can, but he's looking at pictures of birds. No, Jonathan's got to look up a hawk fact because we were all really unprepared for today. Yeah, oh, I, I forgot to mention I have not finished this movie. Yeah, so we're just gonna uh, we'll act it out for you. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Dude, life nice theater, stand-up I love routines. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be Carla Gugino. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Except a, for as I'll as, never be that as hot. As an aside from our Brett Kavanaugh conversation, which is what the show is about, uh, let me briefly talk about like the movie that we saw. Uh-huh. Just yeah. just briefly because then we had to talk about Kavanaugh because that's. The, the point of this yeah. show, yeah. I, I did like how... Um, Just Brett heads. Yeah. Brett heads. Ugh. That's disgusting. <laughs> Sorry. The concept of like... Brett Kavanaugh Kavanaugh fans, fans yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sure they're out there. No, there are. Yeah. That's, Kavanazis. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Sorry. I mean, That's all I could think of. I think you're not right. I think you're... <laughs> <laughs> oh, are, we, are, we, are, we, are we like... 
Should we like? Are we allowed to have political opinions on this? Show? No, 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 no. Not. We don't. Yeah, we, okay. we're not. We're gotcha. political. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Uh, okay. Except for I, I think we probably talked about seeing Elizabeth Warren though. Yeah, we talk about politics all the yeah, time. Yeah, we do talk about <laughs> politics all the time. <laughs> but we, but not for our guests. But but, but we can't be critical of Kevin. Yeah, we can't because he's just he's yeah. he just respect calls, for he, the office. He calls balls yeah, and respect strikes. For the respect office. for the office. Yeah. I was gonna say about <laughs> the Jimmy Show mm-hmm. was that I liked how like uh, it, it was like. It's kind of like, oh, this is a bad uh, example. Like in Louis, or maybe Seinfeld, like it's like the the it's like the the stand up. Oh, and then it cuts to his life. Cut, cuts to his life. Yeah. yeah. Like it does. It does the bit, and then mm-hmm. the bit goes into, um, like you know, the the scene, which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be cooler if he was funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. isn't the point that he's not? It is the point. Yeah. Except for. I'm going to read real quick, or maybe Jonathan, you could pull it up, the Amazon synopsis of this oh, film. Oh, yeah. So I think that I read the Amazon synopsis of the movie first, and it maybe made me think that Something he was going to be funny at some point. Yeah, I kind of didn't think that was going to happen. You didn't think that was going to happen? Because I, I really did. I thought that he was going to, like, I don't know, have success or something. Yeah, I, found, I found something funny. Jimmy O'Brien's dead-end job in the grocery store stockroom has him feeling powerless and unfulfilled. But one successful, one successful night at a local stand-up open mic gives Jimmy a glimpse into the career he never knew he wanted. Yeah, so I think that that word successful is really key there because he's, he's never successful in the yeah. whole movie. He bombs, I mean, it's not even like bombing because it's not like so bad that people, at the beginning, it's not so bad no, that people boo him. It's just that he's like not funny. He doesn't have attention. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, ultimately, he does get some negative reactions from people in his audience. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just, the way that that was described made it sound that he was going to, you know, emerge from his sad life as a comedian, you know, but that's not what happened. So, um, okay. ju- just to finish that thought I was saying, just so that we about can, Kavanaugh, about Kavanaugh, just, you know, just so we can get into the actual heart of uh, Hawkeye's, is um, his friend Mar- Mark Judge. I think they went to, yeah, so yeah, preparatory I remember school, that name. yeah, Georgetown. Yeah. Uh, he wrote a kind of a a book called Wasted Tales of a Gen X Drunk, mm-hmm. and he he mentions kind of an XP of uh, Kavanaugh in that uh, memoir. Mm. So. I mean that that was kind of floating about in in the trials. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we watched the Jimmy Show, which is um, I mean we just said the synopsis, but I'm gonna just share a different synopsis, perhaps an alternate viewing of this movie. Um, it's really about Jimmy and his uh, uh, his relationship with his wife Annie. Um, played by played by Carla Gugino. What is she in? Uh, she was in Watchmen. Watchmen, among other things. Among other things, such as Political Animals in USA, which should have had a longer who, who, run. Who was she on Watchmen? She was the uh, older. Um... She was um, Malin Ackerman's mom. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I know her, but I don't remember where I know her from. I didn't look her up. I looked mm-hmm. up. Um, she was also in San Andreas with uh, the, Rock? the Rock. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love her. I'm I'm a fan. Um, yeah, so I was excited to see her in this movie because I really do enjoy her 
as an actress. And I thought she was pretty good in this. But anyway, so this movie is about Jimmy, his relationship with his wife, Annie. And um, he's really dissatisfied with his life and wants to be a stand-up comedian. Yes. Yeah. Basically. But, uh, and he prioritizes that over every other aspect of his life, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he also has an ill grandmother that lives with them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. And then he starts uh, basically painting his face and like going out and committing murders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, the, the 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 invalid grandmother definitely was like Joker. connection. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There there were definitely some parallels cuz like even his first stand up. We saw the Joker today yeah, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we yes, did see we saw so Joker today. Because we knew we were going to be talking about the Jimmy show, which I had watched and I immediately said, "Oh shoot, we have to go see Joker so that we can talk about it because there were so many parallels. It's about oh, like shoot. a sad Oh, shoot. I mean, I just really didn't want to go see this movie in theater. But anyway, um, because it's about like a sad white guy, basically, who wants to do stand-up comedy, isn't good at it, uh, and also has um, an older female relative that he takes care of. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it just, I don't know, basically very similar core ideas. Yeah, yeah. So we went out to see Joker this morning before recording. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can you can keep talking about it if you want. No, I wanted I just, to explain yeah. to the people why we had to do that. But, uh, for the record, just to, just to get in context, Jonathan is in full Joker makeup right now. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like a visual thing, so you can maybe we'll put it in the podcast descriptions or something like. Yeah, no, I'll post it on the Instagram a photo of Jonathan yeah. in full Joker. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to incite any political movements with yeah. my face makeup. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, you were talking about something. Dude. Yeah, you were talking about something. I no, just I, was, I just wanted to make my 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 Joker connection, up. and then you explained what it was yeah. that oh. I was alluding to. Yeah. But yeah, you know, yeah, his his first stand up set is like is kind of similar to what happens in like just the way it's shot and everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Similar to how it's shot in the jo- in Joker. Yeah. It's not the Joker, it's just Joker. It's just Joker. It's hard to, it's keep, hard to say. Keep track yeah. Of, yeah. But um yeah, he goes up there and he like stands there for a few seconds and he doesn't know what to say and nervously laughs and everything. Mm-hmm. Just kind of similar to what happens in Joker where he goes so, up. Does and, he bring out a notebook in the in uh Jimmy show? Uh he has index cards. Okay, yeah. So yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's how you visually explain that somebody's bad at comedy. Yeah. In addition to like the actor like freaking out the physicality of that they also like bring out note cards or something to think oh he's an amateur same thing in the joker he like brings out his notebook which is a very important like prop uh, prop in the movie mm-hmm. yeah an object yeah. is, is the, the 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 diary slash uh, joke book yeah yeah where he has a bunch of disturbing writings and drawings yeah and bad handwriting yeah because that's a sign of a killer yeah, yeah. Mhm. or it could be very neat that's true Sign of a sociopath. It would be a different Batman villain that would have really neat handwriting, though. Enigma. It would be like yeah, the Riddler maybe. Is he just what she just said? I just said that. What'd you say? Enigma. Oh yes, 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 yes. Enigma balls. I'm wearing these headphones, so I can't hear anything. You can hear her talking (laughs) in the headphones. I know that's what they're for. Not the first time today, you guys. I know. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Harper's about to go full Joker too. Or maybe full Jimmy. Yeah. 
Full Jimmy, yeah. Which I don't know what Full Jimmy is because I didn't. Throw away my life, quit my job at the grocery store. Yeah, stealing pads. He didn't quit his job. Oh no, he didn't. He was fired fired for stealing PBR for like ten years. Yeah. 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 Which brings us to our focal point. Mm Hmm. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, Ethan Hawke is in this movie. He plays. Ethan, no, he played. That's I don't really feel like this was the most Ethan Hawke character we've ever seen him do. He was just like he's like perpetually high, basically this character. Yeah. Um, but he's like not. He, there's. But there's not a lot to talk about with him, honestly. Yeah. In yeah. this movie. I mean, he doesn't. He th- there's nothing really wrong with him. He just like yeah. He's just like a lot of weed yeah. and does his job wrong? at the gr- grocery that's, store. That's not a bad thing. No. Uh, no. It's fine. I mean, he's he, well. He's not. He's, he's not different from Jimmy because he doesn't have like a family he's accountable to the same way that Jimmy does. Jimmy has a wife and a child, and he doesn't even keep his job at the grocery store. Yes. Like at least Ethan Hawke has his job. He there was there was a moment where uh, Jimmy he's like, hey, you guys want to go out? And then Ethan Hawke is just like, no, we broke up, and I don't want to talk about it. I'm just moved. I just moved on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he seems like a lot more, just kind of comparatively, he's like stable you know what i mean yeah yeah and i think he wants to maintain a kind of more of a professional relationship with jimmy than yeah. jimmy wants with him he wants to be like mm-hmm. his friend yeah and, J- and, then, and then what's what's ethan hawk's name ray his ray. character's name is ray yeah ray, ray just kind of like um what's the opposite of ignore just kind of like what's the word opposite of ignore yeah just like abides him basically mm-hmm. oh yeah like stands him yeah 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 not like oh, I stand no. a king, but. And oh, we're back. And we're back. <laughs> you can cut this here or wherever. Uh, but you just include this in. Yeah, I'm just gonna include this. Um, oh. there is some gardening happening outside, so we're gonna be in and out. Uh, also, someone's gonna come and see about the mouse that may or may not be an apartment, <laughs> so we could have to cut out again. Um, yeah. So, this movie was fine. Yeah, I would say the same. Well, I haven't finished it, but it felt very fine. Yeah, I did. Um, so basically, I think. So he and well, we were. Yeah. Sorry, not to cut you off. Yeah, go for it. Just that we're, we we were talking about his relationship. With Annie or with no Ethan with Hawk. Ethan Hawke. Oh, with Ethan Hawke. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. We were saying that he kind of, uh, like, you said not ignores him. I brought him in. Yeah, he bites him. But I brought him in because we were talking about how he lost his job in the synopsis, and part of that was like, he ratted him out. He like very like uh like sensibly like mm-hmm. tells his boss that this fuck this 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 joker uh just basically <laughs> this 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 clown basically just takes 10 you know just like steals off the top for some uh some alcohol some beer yeah mm-hmm. steals paps yeah yeah i mean i don't think that ethan hawk like you know actively i don't think ethan hawk's character actively does anything yeah. really yeah, yeah. Was, but he, i he think he was just asked boss. so yeah. he answered him yeah. yeah i think that's what happened which i think is like not a very understandable position. I wouldn't. Yeah. I would probably not like defend this guy at the risk of your own job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't want to lose his job, and yeah. that's what he. And, yeah, and he and tells then, him several times throughout the movie, like which takes place over the course of I would say like five years. Yeah, there's a lot of time skips. Yeah. yeah. Um. Although I don't know, it was a little. Yeah. Anyway, it was kind of unclear. The we time mentioned. Passing. We mentioned his daughter, right? Uh. The movie starts. No, we haven't gotten there yet. The movie no. starts uh, yeah. pretty early on, like. Um, the, the uh, his wife, Annie. Wife, Annie tells um, Jimmy 
Jimmy, yes. the Jimmy show that he tells J- the Jimmy show that she's pregnant yeah. and you can kind of tell the timeline of this movie by the age of the daughter. Yeah. The daughter that looks yeah. nothing like either of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I definitely know. It's that. interesting that they never met. She is named, but they never say it's also interesting. Also on that, the whole naming thing is, uh, the Jimmy show always, uh, refers to his daughter as the kid or it. Yeah. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh, yeah. Yeah, that whole scene where after comes, she has yeah. the baby and they're he's gonna like, they're just going to bring it in here. Like, and yeah. he says it like 20 times. And, and, and she's like, she corrects him. Yeah. 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 And so then when he sees the baby, is like the most beautiful thing in the world. But still, even later when, um, uh, when spoiler alert, Annie is ultimately leaving him, mm-hmm. he's just like, what about the kid? Yeah. You know? And yeah. he says, yeah. and he refers to her as the, the kid, kid. Yeah. a lot. Her real name is Wendy, though, and I did think that was interesting too that he named her that yes, because yeah. um, because she, she suggested saved... like Heather or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you remember why he like went with Wendy? Yeah, because um, Wendy saved the lost boys. Oh. And I just thought that was like it was a little heavy-handed, but yeah. also it, it is important, and I think it's really telling about the character that that's something that he identifies with. Like he identifies yeah, he, with Peter Pan and so staying young so forever. so much so that he like names his daughter or like basically. Like he could just passively, like if he if he didn't care as it seems like he does about his daughter, just let the you know um, Annie do it all, like you know name her, and do all, like basically everything. And yeah. he, he decided to make a point of naming her Wendy because it was significant to him, not to Wendy specifically, but not to the daughter, but to him to name it, you know, to name her Wendy. Yeah, I just thought that it um, was kind of another like show of his like selfishness yes yes very yeah. Much so. yeah not so much that he cared about having a daughter that he wanted um, to, to, to have some kind of he wanted something that like it was like significant to, mark, to him yeah, exactly even if it wasn't really maybe didn't suit mm-hmm. like it didn't really matter if the name suited her yeah. or whatever like it was just about yeah and it also didn't matter if annie liked it either yeah because yeah, she, she didn't yeah she responds she's like wendy yeah you know but and these two people were clearly never meant to be together. No, totally. Yes. But a lot of that stems from who he is as a person. Yes. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and to go, I guess we can take this as a jumping off point to talk about their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Annie was Jim, the Jimmy Show's tutor, math tutor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then in like t- high school. And he like yeah, like a true Haley Nathan situation. What? Is that one tree? <laughs> yeah, it is one tree hill. That's pretty good that I, I recognize. Yeah, he did a good job. Okay. Uh, yeah, he like mentioned some kind of like ankle tattoo or something. I don't think it's a tattoo. I think it's like an ankle bracelet. Ankle bracelet. Okay. Yeah, so that, that's like that's like his like it. marker or something. Mm-hmm. And also in that and there's also like in that scene where like she has a kid and stuff and you kind of like you kind of understand like his uh, his selfishness. It's like there's a scene where she wakes up before he does, takes care of his yeah, mom, takes care of the takes daughter of the and kid, the mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Preps everything and then he gets up and he's like, "Is everything ready and stuff?" Is yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Or he, technically the grandma, because it's his yes. grandma, Yes, it's right? his grandma. His parents died. Yeah. yeah, his parents died. But then he does also mention, like, and this is really late in the movie, because the whole time you just kind of think, this guy is an asshole. There's nothing redeeming about him. And also there's, like, seemingly no reason for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, like, later you do find out that his parents died when he was pretty young, and even before that his dad beat him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Ooh, Joker parallels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. More Joker parallels. So there is, there was definitely some bad childhood stuff that did happen to him, but still he's an asshole. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah We're definitely not defending the Joker. Yeah. Like, yes. Come on. <laughs> <Yes>. Well, <sighs> he did say kill the rich. <laughs> uh, 
That was a, that was a joke. That was satire. Everyone's awful. This is not. This is not uh, in any way. Uh, this is not endorsed by the 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 National uh, Joker Association. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say the whatever this this show is called, the Hot Guys. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Hot, the Hot Guys. guys show. Hot it's guys. okay. No one will ever get it. What? Whenever I say it out loud, whenever I tell people about the show, they I always still, think I'm I, saying I, Hot I, Guys. I still hear Hot Guys, even though I know Hot yeah. Guys. Yeah. It's fine. But it's also the Hot Guys show. It is. Yeah, Ethan Hawke's a hot guy. Yeah. We're hot guys. We're hot guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely hot over here. Mm-hmm. Put up the AC. Yeah. I can't because of the noise. Also, the AC's in the bedroom, so they wouldn't really do anything out here. Okay. Sorry. <sighs> um. We're doing a really great job today. But <laughs> 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 your Joaquin laugh? No, I I, I have to work on that. Yeah, that was that was that was better though. That was actually yeah. getting somewhere. Yeah, it's my, the Jimmy it starts off normal and then it yeah. goes. Into it sounds a, a little Wicked Witch of the yeah. West. The Joker so. cackle. But he the kind of sounds a little Wicked Witch of the West. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about music. Okay, I liked the score a lot. In the yeah. Jimmy Show. Yeah. I was okay. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about music in both the Jimmy Show and the Joker. And in Joker. Joker. Sorry. Whoa. I liked the music in that too. I, the yeah, score, re- the I score. really liked the score. Yeah. The Joker. score was great. Okay. What was interesting about Jimmy Show? I actually took a note. The Jimmy uh, Show? After he took, he stole some Pabst, mm-hmm. right? So when he first does that, my first note was, after that, was no music. So in the first, like, I think 30 minutes of this movie or something, mm-hmm. or tw- at least 20 minutes, there's no music whatsoever. Yeah. And then I think he gets, I think the first time we hear music, uh... Okay, he, after he gets fired, mm-hmm. he gets in his car. Yes. Starts driving away, and then you hear like a piano. Yeah, thing. the music. I yeah, that scene I remember. They really like yeah. the score right there. Yeah. And it reminded me a lot. I can't think of what the song was. There's a specific song it reminded me of. Like maybe it was like something like Randy Newman or mm-hmm. like, I don't know, or something like Billy Joel or Randy Newman or something in that kind of like genre of music. Uh-huh. Something in there, but there's like a specific song it reminded me of. If I find it, I'll cut it in right here. But ooh, um, fancy editing. Yeah, I'll edit it in. But I probably won't figure out what it is. Um, but yeah, I did like it. Yeah, yeah, and so so the music is like kind of spare, but it's used to sort of punctuate sort of the bigger moments. Yeah. Um. Because because for the most part, like for the most part, there's very little music but when there is it's kind of you know sort of driving piano what are the what are the what are those big moments well i think when he's so yeah when he's getting fired and then when he um when he's going to i think after his grandma dies Mm -hmm. yeah he's going to oh shit i didn't do that part yet Oh, yeah, yeah. So you fell asleep. You said it was the end, but it was quite the middle. I'm gonna yeah, tell it was, you. It was very the middle. So, yeah, it was so very the middle. It the, was... the last part I remember was um, she leaves him, and then some stuff happens after that. Mm-hmm. And then the last scene I think I was conscious uh, was sorry. She, uh, he like goes to the her his his ex wife's house which is her she moves back with her mom mm-hmm. and he's like drunk 
and the mom's telling him, you can't come in here, you can't come in here, and he goes into his daughter's room. And yeah. Yeah, I can see my own kid. Sleep. It's up there. So where do we go from there? Or how did we get to that point if we haven't gotten there? How do we get to what point? Like, how do how did we get to that point of her leaving and stuff? And then what happens after that? Well, he comes home one day. Yeah, and he's like, uh, he's complaining about something. And, uh, and then she... Uh, the daughter isn't there. He's like, "Where, where's, where's the kid?" And she says, "Oh, she's at my mom's house." And then uh, he's just going on and on and on. And she's just standing in the corner, looking really small, like mm-hmm. arms folded, like yes. in the corner of this room. And she's like, "Jimmy, I'm leaving." Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then she's basically like, "Oh, we never should have gotten." He's he's like kind of like pleading with her a little yes. bit yeah and then she says we never should have gotten married and then he's he like said, yeah. oh, I, i've said that before or whatever yeah that just killed me when yeah. he's like i've yeah. said that before it's like do, do you always have to be right is it so important to you to always be yeah. right that's, i, I mean, really that's, that's hated just, this yeah. guy so much yeah. i watched yeah, yeah, this movie yeah. twice this week Damn. and i hated him the first time yeah. and then the second time like i don't know if i was being very loud but i feel like i made audible like noises <laughs> throughout the movie because i just hated this guy yeah. i yeah he's, he's you know bad to pretty much everyone yeah he sucks yeah he's not good he you know kind of blames ethan hawk's character for getting for him, him fired yeah, even exactly. though it's his own fault he goes off on him even though yeah and he you know, he feels like he needs to be right so much that he, in this moment where his wife is leaving him, mm-hmm. says, oh, well, I told you so, yes, yeah. basically. It's a, it's a very good, yeah. like, his character moment, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, the only person that he even treats remotely well is his grandmother mm-hmm. who raised him. Amazing. But even her, he's, like, pretty short with her a lot. Yeah. Yes. And he talks about her in his stand-up, mm-hmm. just like Joker. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Should we talk about Jimmy's stand-up? Yeah, I was, I was thinking about, like, we should get there. Yeah. It's not funny. And mm-hmm. here's the thing, is it's, like, a lot of stuff that I feel like he should be working out in therapy. Yeah. That's what I was instead, thinking. instead, yeah. It, it felt, it felt like him just, basically, nobody listens to him. It's Yeah, it's it's like a free, what is it? Free, it's like fr- free writing or whatever like free association mm-hmm. basically yeah. just like him Streams of consciousness yeah. saying all yeah, yeah. of his thoughts that come to his head yeah but the thing that's weird about those that he's clearly practiced it because yes. the first time he goes out there we see that he um it's like it cuts back and forth between mm-hmm. him and his bathroom um practicing yeah and then yeah. him on stage actually performing Although I think maybe that was just maybe the, towards the beginning, and then yeah. he kind of yeah. delineates, yeah. and later on he just, just does goes, the yeah. marvelous Mrs. Maisel thing, walks on stage, and uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, about the, my life. there was one uh, one of the earliest scenes in the movie. Is he goes to this club in the in the daytime? Isn't that goes, how the movie starts? I yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And he goes to the club Tries in the daytime. To give them the, the tape. To give him the tape, yeah, like an audition tape. And the guy's like telling him, "This is it's it's an open mic night. It's an open mic yeah. night. Like, you just, just show up, just sign up, and come. I don't need your audition tape." He's like, "Well, you please just listen to it." Mm-hmm. And the guy just throws it away. Basically. And the interesting thing is, he sells, he sells it to his his family that he got the the you know the gig or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's an open mic. Yeah. Yeah. So he really didn't get anything. Yeah. Yeah, so there's um, 
One, like, so at the beginning when he does actually try to tell jokes, not just like, I'm so depressed, my yes. wife won't fuck me, yeah. and my <gasps> grandma's old, and, yeah, and, and I have yeah. a daughter, yeah. and everything sucks. But before that, when he's actually trying to do jokes, he's, you do actually see him kind of like workshopping a joke on yes. stage, which I do appreciate. But except for that, it never got funny. Yeah. So the joke. I, mean, I think that's the thing. It's like he didn't yeah. got a response, and he just basically was like almost doing his own. He's like therapizing himself by just like talking, like having some kind of audience to listen to him and not respond. Basically, yeah. just to get those thoughts out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, this joke that he's like working on is about how, <laughs> um, about flavors of cat food. And then yeah. it ends in um, yeah. the, the <laughs> ultimate that thing that he lands on, like the final version of this joke, he says, is he's like, uh, you know, cats love the flavor of, you know, fish. So they have all these different kinds of cat food. But uh, why no cat bird food or why no cat or why? No, sorry. Why no bird cat food? Why yeah. no cat dog food? I'll tell you why. It's not PC. Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. Todd Phillips but also here. interesting, yeah, Todd Phillips, <laughs> but um, also uh, Shane Gillis. Um, um, but it's interesting because that was like 2001 yes. that that happened. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I, I feel like I don't really remember conver- like conversations about political well, care. I mean, it's always happened, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I just don't really remember it kind of in this context yeah. that early. Well, it's, like, it's, like, like, it's like a gold mine for, for, for comedians, especially like bad ones to have like a kind of a crutch of like, we're being censored and this is my... Right, right. Know. Telling it like it is. Yeah. yeah. But also I would have been like six at the time, so I guess there's a reason why I don't Yeah, understand. I mean like, yeah. I don't uh, remember. Bill Maher had a show like back in the day mm-hmm. called Politically Incorrect. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I think this. I don't know if this was. Do you know if this was the '90s or? I'm not sure when it was. I wasn't there for the '90s. You weren't here. Mm-mm. 1993. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the con- concept of political correctness has been around. Yeah. Been around long for enough for Bill Maher to have no, a show. No, I mean, uh, you know, All in the Family, Archie Bunker. Yeah. That was, I guess, the beginning of. Yeah. This. Uh, you young people and your political correctness. <laughs> yeah. Um. That, I mean, that was, like, the whole premise of All, uh, All, in, the family. All in the Family. Right, yeah. Is that he had some, like, woke kids. Yeah. Yeah. And they had black neighbors. And wasn't this, like... And Jefferson's he was, like, an old white guy. Yeah. How long ago was this? That was the 70s. 70s. Like, that's crazy. Norman, was it Norman... Norman Lear? Norman Lear. Norman Lear, yeah. That's crazy, though, that, like, it's, like, this... I mean, it's it's not surprising, like... But just, like, the same complaints about, like, the, the young kids over and over. Yeah. About yeah, it's just tired their as, kids yeah. and their kids and their kids. Yes. Yeah. It's the same complaint, which is, like, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. I agree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, no, no, for sure. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah. We're it's like, in like I said, it's, 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 it's the crutch of, of, a, of a bad comedy is just, like, oh, I'm not funny. It's not me. It's everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. A, it's, a, it's, like... If you're genuinely transgressive, there'd be something that you can say, but you're not. You're you're kind of coaxing your 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 um your lack of an audience or your lack of response by saying, "Oh, it's because you know nobody gets me." Yeah. We're not, we're not, we're, people actually think I'm funny, but the political climate, people are trying to be polite and they're not laughing. Mm-hmm. It's not because I'm not funny. It's because they're not allowed to be. They're not. They're not allowed to think this is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a joke. A stupid joke about cat dog food yeah you know what i mean yeah so you're not saying anything interesting you're not being transgressive you're not sit you're not 
you know, being provocative, you're being an asshole, and then you're just using that to say, oh, well, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's those dang unfunny humorless slips, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So not only does his stand-up suck, but also his uh, being a husband. Yeah. Truly sucks. True. Yeah, so throughout the course of the movie, we see like instances of him being just pretty shitty to his wife. Um, I think a really good example of this is on their anniversary. So he yeah. doesn't make any plans for the anniversary. Of course, it's like a patriarchal, like old-timey, old-fashioned thing that the man has to like make an effort on mm-hmm. the anniversary. But whatever. Like this, his wife works really hard, and he could have like made an effort one time. But she's the one that made the reservations. Yeah, <laughs> He's the one that made. She's the one that made the reservations. Talking about the Jimmy Show. Yeah, not the I'm Johnny Show. Talking about the Jimmy Show. Yeah. Don't make this a thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, it's just uh, political correctness. <laughs> anyway, so but so she's the one that makes the reservations at Big Bonanza, which looks like a TGI Fridays or yes. something like that. Yeah. And um, Bonanza, which was a show in the 70s, like yes. all in the family. Yes. Um, Gunsmoke, Bonanza, the genre. Huh? Was Bonanza like one of the longest running shows? I don't know. I think so. It was on for a long time. Um, So, yeah. So then he makes a big scene, though, because it takes a while for them to be seated. Mm -hmm. They've been waiting there for a while. And he makes a whole big scene and, like, makes the the hostess feel dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a caste system? Yeah. Is there a caste system here? And then she's like, we have a baked potato bar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, It just really sucked. Yeah, he's, and, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a bad dude. Yeah, and Annie, Carla Gugino, was, like, so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. She was like, please, let's just wait our turn. Like, we're going to be seated eventually. Just let this happen. But then he makes a big scene. The manager comes out, and then they end up eating at this, like, shitty diner. Yeah. On their anniversary. Yeah. She does everything. She does everything. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's so upsetting. And the Jimmy show just an asshole. And then... Yeah, and then it just they, has to be right, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It goes back to the well, I, you know, I said we shouldn't have been in a relationship anyway. Yeah, and then they end up, you know, outside like having, you know, it should be like a romantic close to their anniversary evening. But then he starts talking about how he wants a public access show, and she's mm-hmm. like, "What does that pay?" And he's like, "Oh, well, nothing." Yeah, and then she's like, "You have to support your entire. You mm-hmm. have to support us. Like, I have a job, but you need to have a job too." Yeah, and it's just so upsetting. Yeah, and then they get home and that that night, and the grandma had thrown a can at the babysitter, yes. a beer can does, at the babysitter. babysitter. Yeah, and then Jimmy says, you know, let her alone. You know, yeah, she's had it rough. I don't know. It's just like yeah. thing after thing after thing that's so upsetting about this guy, specifically with regard to his wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Not great. Not great. Not great. Um, Not we've seen great. a movie that he's directed already, Joe the King. Yes, we have seen Joe the King. Uh, which was also, like, bleak. Yes. Did I saw Joe the King? Yeah, we did. The Jimmy Show the King. On this show? On this show, yeah. We talked about it on this show. It was on. Ethan Hawke was on... Ethan Hawke was in another f- movie by Frank Whaley, yeah. yeah. They must really like each other. They were on. Um, they were in the movie A Midnight Clear together, which is a good movie. That was a good movie. That was a really mm-hmm. good movie, and they were both good in it too. 
Great yeah. performances. I think Frank Whaley is a good actor. I just don't care for the movies he mm. makes. Yeah, yeah, this was undoubtedly worse than Joe the King. You think this was worse than Joe the King? 100%. Interesting. Joe the King, I think Joe the King had some redeeming... It had John Leguizamo. That's yeah, true. exactly. That is a you had You had the character... You had at least one character that grounded the movie to mm-hmm. a sense of like decency and humanity. Yeah. When and when everyone else was like a complete asshole, but this movie didn't have that. I mean, you know, she. Uh, I uh, did really like. I think Carla Gugino is a great actress, and I think she was yes. good in this. Yeah, she was good in this, but the thing is, is that she didn't have any. Uh, agency. She didn't have any yeah. agency. Like yeah. John Leguizamo, at least he got to go out and do his own thing, mm-hmm. and so you feel like okay, at least there's this one good guy, and. He's living okay his life him. and yeah. he's like a person in this society that it doesn't suck. Yeah, exactly. Society. But for her, like she's trapped in this setting with him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. which just makes it more upsetting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think Joe the King, yeah, I think it had those, I think it had more qualities that were, yeah. And it, ha- and, and it had a kind of, it had a kind of thing that it was pushing towards, which was him buying the records for her and all that right. stuff. There's like a sort of, character arc that we're building to yeah which is him like becoming somewhat of a better person doing the right thing even if it's just before he goes to juvie mm-hmm. he this character does not develop at all mm-hmm. he just starts off an asshole i will and he say stays though, an asshole. i do think in the last the very 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 last scene there is like some amount of there's a like a very small amount of development Gio, you missed this. Yeah, but I, I want to hear basically what happened. <laughs> yeah, so Since. basically his wife, I think she has a new boyfriend, or she's going to move with her sister or some relative mm-hmm. down in Delaware. And so the daughter, and this happens like right after the funeral, the, gra- the grandma's funeral. And so his daughter is like, I don't want to go. Delaware is dumb. I hate my cousin. Um, but he's like, no, it's going to be good. You're going to like it. And so he's actually like, he's doing Wait, the, the right thing. They're, and letting they're the daughter in Jersey, know, okay. right? That's the whole thing? I, yes, they are yeah. in Jersey. Yeah. So he's uh, there. He is doing the right thing and making his daughter feel better about moving. Yeah, because it is the right thing. And then he. So then they leave. They the uh, Annie and the daughter Wendy mm-hmm. are going to the train station, and he is like, oh, he. And this is, I think, the bad thing is that he feels compelled to stop them, to keep them. You know, to keep them like objects, basically. Mm -hmm. And so he starts driving, but then the car breaks down. And then he starts running. And we know from earlier in the movie that he had been like a runner in high school. And and that's what got him the scholarship to community college. Anybody like sports? And then we have some music there. And then there's some music. And so he's running, and he's running really fast. And he does make it. between him running as in high school and him running today. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And so he does make it to the station on time just before they leave, but he sees them get on the train, but he doesn't stop them. And I think that's part yeah, of the development true. is that he that's lets true. them go. That's true. He's like, these. this is something that I wanted to control in my life, but now I'm like letting go of this. Yes, that's true. And I actually think similar to Joe the King, it's like a really, it's like a good final scene. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of the movie, not so great. But the in the end, like 
um, also like I would be kind of interested to see this movie start from where it ends, where it ends. Uh huh. Like, um, you know, maybe the story is not for something. Hmm. Like him going through a stand-up set and then. Yeah, maybe him actually because he's alone now. He doesn't have to take care of his grandmother, or and he's not like Mm -hmm. you know bogged down by this terrible romantic relationship he's in and you know he he realized you know he had that one good day with his daughter and he thinks oh maybe this is something i want to actually pursue so he betters himself to like you know create a relationship with his daughter to try to like get some amount of custody or to like or he betters himself Mm -hmm. in his comedy career i don't know something about like getting better as opposed to staying the same right yeah okay i I can see that because i mean it's this this whole his whole character thing is that he's selfish and then this is his decision basically to his his selflessness is basically to let these things go mm-hmm. so they don't right, he right. doesn't drag them down to his level of you know narcissism and, and just like that disgusting i don't know yeah shitty life but like that's only at the very very end yeah like right. i feel like with joe the king you know for a while true that throughout this movie he's trying to he's been trying to do something good for his mom basically for a while mm-hmm. so at least you have that you, there's that thing going for him and that joe is like not he's not entirely he's no he's like oh okay you know he's not like he he does shitty stuff but he also sometimes does good stuff mm-hmm. and this is mostly mostly yeah one guy yeah being not great being not great and then he puts on the clown makeup <laughs> yep becomes the joker becomes joker even just like like that scene where he's delivering the tape mm-hmm. i felt like that could have happened in joker yeah you know what i mean uh, yeah I'm, I'm having a hard like as we're talking about this i'm having a hard time keeping like, them separate keeping them separate yeah, yeah. and that, that the interesting thing about this movie is that there's a lot of stand-up in this movie yeah and not a lot in joker there's not a lot in joker there's yeah. one scene where he does the stand-up and then it gets played on uh yeah. robert Janeiro's on, show on, yeah uh, and that's the only time he does stand-up yeah mm-hmm. even though he's been like working up to it you only see mm-hmm. him do it once and you, you you only see him do one joke and then it, he starts another joke and then it ends the thing about um joker though not i'm not defending him i just want that to be clear but this, he had some things written in his notebook that I could see being the beginning of actual jokes. Right. Like, he had written down, um, you know, the thing about mental illness is yeah. they want you to act like yeah, you're not yeah. mentally ill, yeah. which could be the beginning of a good joke. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. You know, and then he, you know, his, his stand-up could be about the condition that he has. And, like, that could be a thing. Whereas with the, with the Jimmy show, you don't see any proof yes. that he could be good yeah, yeah. i mean i mean yeah, there there is two interesting things with joker and jimmy show where, where, where the jimmy show jimmy show is is like a, a prick and an asshole who's not trying to be better yeah has has things that he's losing because of his like narcissism and his and his uh self-absorption with himself the joker is somebody who is has genuine um well has like genuine like mental illnesses and trauma yeah that he just can't escape from on his own that you right there buddy yeah yeah sorry it's distracting me now hearing my voice uh he, he, he has things that he's genuinely like l- losing 
that kind of that kind of grounded him. Yeah, like he was medicated. Yeah, and the city cut funding, mm-hmm. and then he yeah. that's like when his shit happens, and he is genuinely like like attacked and you know ridiculed mm-hmm. for his own like mental illness. He's, he's somebody that genuinely society is left behind. Yeah, and obviously, what the fruition of that is like kind of what the the theme of the movie is. The story of the Joker is somebody who gets left behind and takes that and decides to retaliate unhealthily. Yeah. Because there is no healthy alternative for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joker show. Oh, Jimmy sorry. show? <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy show is him. I mean, I, I didn't see the movie, so I didn't see his full arc. <laughs> but like, There really was no arc. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that, that's interesting in and of itself. Is it's, like, it's a guy who is... Basically, it's, what it's saying is his own actions are the cause of his misery. Yeah. Whereas the Joker is... There are he, at least some societal the, factors. He, he ultimately owns himself in the end. Because, I mean, that's, that's kind of like the plot is his fulf- uh, fulfillment of his own... Uh, uh, basically acknowledging his own uh, perceived... You know, the monsters that we create. You know, he becomes a monster that he, he was seen as. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He becomes a clown. He becomes... Um, like, he becomes the, that fabrication that people see him as he, and he just absorbs that because there is no other healthy alternative that he can find and he can reach. And so he leans into that, takes that the Jimmy show. He just, it's, it's his own actions. Yeah. 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 He has the ability to, to not like, cause even in, cause in Joker we have, we have a similar situation where he loses his job because of something that gets stolen. Yes so to speak in jimmy's show it's the beer that jimmy stole yes. repeatedly mm-hmm. and there were if there were there were actors around him that tried to make him better yeah he he chose to push those away yeah. yeah yeah in joker though he had the sign stolen and he tried to get it back mm-hmm. and he got beaten up and the sign got broken yes. and he got fired because of something he didn't do yeah and there was there was no like understanding from any other actor in in the show or in in the movie Besides, besides a little person who was yeah. the only person that they, they both had kind of a, some sense of respect to each other. I mean, it's, it's significant to the point where he's the only person he basically spares. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about the Joker, though. Yeah. It yeah. is interesting comparing these two movies, though. Yeah. I, didn't, I, did, sure. I kind of didn't realize how much shared ground they would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's a lot, like, even just the surface details, but even, like, even his mannerisms are like vaguely jokery. Yeah, like there's mm-hmm. something unsettling. Arm sweeping. Well, wise. I thought his body movements reminded me a lot of Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. I, I like I wrote or, in or Jimmy Joker. Show. In Jimmy Show, like I had specifically written down a note. I think it might have been something during his stand-up mm-hmm. where he was like, "Yeah, I was just right. you can't see that, but I was gesturing with my yeah. arms." And I, you know, I thought he was doing a, a, Oversi- a Woody Allen thing. suit and just like big gestures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. to kind of sell the joke. He leans in and he was, uh, arms swept wide. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's supposed to be a big payoff to this joke that doesn't land. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Again, this is totally not the movie that we watched, but had the movie been about Annie, about Carla Gugino's mm-hmm. character, and not focused on, you know, on Jimmy so much, mm-hmm. it might have been more interesting to me. It would have been kind of like Blue Valentine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, about a, like a a woman that's struggling in a relationship that's more interesting to me yes. than seeing like this asshole push everyone away yeah it's about seeing like yes. her right uh her you know 
work hard and her go like ultimately she goes back to school and she creates a new life for herself outside of her relationship with her husband who sucks i'm glad you said that um just mean to to punctuate on that no 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 go ahead i was gonna say i mean that's the interesting thing and also like some of the biggest media criticisms of the joker it's not that the movie itself is like a bad movie like like it's 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 creation you know it's it's actual like form in and of itself is a bad movie it's this idea that we have for the longest in the context of our society with a big capital S, our, our, our like context is that we have solely function, you know, we have solely um, explored this guy, you know, mm-hmm. the character of the abuser, the person, you know, this is, this is something we're more familiar with than the people who are like abused or yeah. like the, the, the consequences of that. Cause, cause it's interesting to understand that, but isn't it dangerous that that's so much of our energy, so much of the oxygen is mm-hmm. being taken place trying to understand the dangerous, uh, maligned, uh, you know, white people that lose, you know, white men that lo- that feel that that loss of privilege, which right. is which is in in both this movie and the Jimmy Show, there are material, um, you know, there there is material things that they've lost, they're, you know, they're they're poor and all that stuff, but it it there is no like others, you know, there's no other side of it, and there's no like there's no real societal answer except for the fact that we know that this is the case. Mm-hmm. There are actors in there that you know we can kind of loosely define the rich or the assholes in, in the Jimmy Show, but like there are the characters who were abused and attacked that you can kind of see and you can kind of um, associate with, like the girl that the Joker stalks or yeah that that yeah Joker stalks and the wife who would be the interesting focal point, but in this time you know this is movies that are written by and you know directed by white men yeah talking about i mean it shows that this is the thing that they associate with the thing that they can understand more so than writing a story about the person who's you know being abused right you know what i mean right Mm -hmm. yeah i think that ultimately like the problem with honestly both of these movies is that there's no there's no counter rate like we've seen with joker before like in the dark knight you have like I think what makes Joker so interesting and and so compelling and so like long standing is mm-hmm. that it's he's counterbalanced by this figure of order which is Batman. Mm-hmm. Like ba- Joker works most effectively as a foil for Batman yes. because they're so diametrically opposed and yet they're also similar in the same ways they respond using violence and things like that. Like that's what makes them interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think taking away Batman in this scenario and just having this madness. Of course. Yeah. And there's nothing to, and obviously that's the premise of the movie, but it's a superhero movie without the superhero. Yeah. Like what if this is the world that we live in? Yeah. This is the world that we live in rather than not what if. Right, right, right. And there's, and it doesn't feel like there's ever, Right. there's ever a counterbalance to it because uh, even if and it's and and like i said with with uh john leguizamo's character in joe the king or with uh carly Gugino's character in this movie that the people that could be counterbalance or counterweights don't have enough agency or they don't spend mm-hmm. enough time with it mm-hmm. and i think that's ultimately the problem is that we don't have we don't have like kind of rational people to ground yes. the other characters in the movie mm-hmm. and then it just kind of ends up feeling like you're just being 
I don't know, accosted by right. this negativity. Right. But but that, that's also the interesting thing with the Joker and the Jimmy Show, where the Jimmy Show does show those people trying to ground him that he rejects. Yeah. The Joker Show shows a character who that's fleeting from him. Right. He kind of has a bit of, you know, kind of a working order to himself that mm-hmm. the world is basically slipping away from him. Yeah, that like I think that sh- you know, like taking care of his mother is like a responsibility that he mm. has to, you know, that keeps him that coming also, home every that day. That also he shouldn't do. Yeah, well, at the, yeah, but at the beginning, and then, um, and as then as we find out in the movie. Yeah, but at the beginning of the movie, like he is responsible for taking care of his mm-hmm. mother, and so that keeps him coming home every day, it keeps him, um, you know, more or less staying on his drugs so that he's functional, functional, yes, Joker. yeah, yes. Joker, uh-huh. so that he can take care of mm-hmm. his mother. Um, and then also like going to those appointments with his like, uh, you know, public, uh, psychiatrist. Very, very interesting choice that the, the face of like the public, uh, you know, bureaucracy that is supposed to help him out are like women of color who seem like mm-hmm. interested in his, in his very, very interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. Well say? also, I mean, she does, she does say like, you know, they don't care about people like me or people like yes. you. Yeah. So, you know, I think she was designed to be. I think she's supposed to be a simp. I, I don't know. All, all, all the characters that he almost reaches out to and they kind of ground him are women. Yeah. Three, like the the person who, uh, the, the you know, what's that called? Like the public, the public. Um, like therapist or yeah, like a public guy, like a social services. So, social counsel, social uh, worker. Social black worker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The woman that he gets infatuated, a black woman. And the woman at the end, a black woman. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And obviously, the other figure, the woman that grounds him is his mother, who was, uh, you know, abusive. Yeah. Or at least, you know, not able to take care of him and, you know, should have had some kind of help. Mm-hmm. That kind of slipped away. And also, the other person who had sympathy for him, who, you know, understood, but also, like, this is not okay, was this, the worker, the clerk in... Right. Yeah. So it those are, like, a, really the only... Man. Oh, the those are the, Those are really yeah. the only characters of color in the movie yeah which is yeah. I, I just you know it's very interesting yeah yeah i think that i think that i mean i think that they're all they're all sympathetic characters that are i mean they're not like exactly characters because they're not given that much yes. they're only like you only see them in their professional sure. roles but they're limited by I mean, they're limited by like what the confines but, but, of their but job that, but is. That, but that's also like the interesting thing. It's like they are the only people who can like who kind of really understand it. But it's not their job to really like. You're not supposed to reach out and pull the the person who wants to harm you out of violence. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like they they can understand it, but it is not it is not the woman you know the 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 neighbor's job to pull him out of his misery. And yeah, his yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He she becomes like that vessel for him, unreciprocal. You know what I mean? And and I will say one more thing, which which is like, why the movie works, but also why it's bad, is because they are like consciously like excluded from the conversation almost. Like she does not like 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 um I don't know the mother you know I don't, uh-huh. I don't know her name. Penny. Was that no not Pe- not 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 Joker's mother? But, oh, in the oh. Jimmy Show. No, no, no. Um, the, the girl what? that he's obsessed. The girl that he's obsessed oh, with. Oh, Zazie Beetz. Zazie Beetz. I don't remember the character's yeah, name, yeah. but the actress is Zazie Beetz. It's like it, it is interesting, or like what makes the movie, what makes it work for me, is that she doesn't know him, and she's not actually in, she's not in his life. Yeah. In 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 the actual reality of the world, she's only in it in his fabrication. Yeah. 
But that's also like why the counterweight is not good because there is no there isn't that movie. You know what I mean? There aren't those stories. Right. But in in this story specifically, if you want to understand that world, it makes sense that she is not in it. Right. Because these are all these are all like the whole incel thing. Yeah, I try to stay away from that word, but like yeah. that, that's like where the kind of conversation is kind of centered in in the media is that these like the women, the victims of the incels are not they don't have a relationship except for the relationship that the incel makes of them. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Which makes sense in the in the context of this movie and you know what that portrays, but it's also unhealthy. Yeah. Because we already like the real world doesn't already has like so much of a deficit of the female perspective on this. Right. There's going to be 30 think pieces on, you know, why Elliot Rogers or whatever did this. Like what about, you know, there's not enough stories to counterweight that. Yeah, yeah. I think also there's this like perceived slight. Yes, a grievance that, that doesn't exist. Yeah, that doesn't exist, right? Because like she wants to help him, but she can't because they're cutting the funding. Like there's yes. literally nothing she could exactly. do about it. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, I think even the same thing with the Jimmy shows, he, he perceives these grievances that are not. Which is both why I really like the movie. I also hate the movie. Do you know what Joker? I mean? Joker? Yes. Uh-huh. Because that is interesting on an outside perspective to analyze the movie, but in the context, as this is seen, and people who will not, like, doesn't have the, don't have that critical eye, they can see that, like, is why didn't they help him? Mm-hmm. Why? It, 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 can, right. it can come off as, like, an uncaring face. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, it, I, I personally think it could have maybe... I don't know. I think maybe it could have worked more if they if there was if there was a character who was like throughout the movie like a counterweight and someone yeah. who because I think but that's you, why that's why the movie that's why the Joker character exists that's why his arc happens because there isn't that except for his mother which he finds out is wrong you know what I mean? yeah yeah and then that's the one that ultimately I mean he was already kind of sliding down that madness but that's like his final point and that's his he finds it that's fine that's yeah. his descent to hell you know he goes down the stairways and that's where he dances you know he like accepts his role as the devil and stuff yeah you know what movie is a good example though of like a woman's experience mm-hmm. and like counterweight of um or like the opposite side of a story about of a relationship with an abusive man mm-hmm. or you know uh, is waitress i don't know if uh-huh. you guys have seen no, that movie it's really good it's i think a 2007 movie with carrie russell um she plays a waitress and so she has an abusive husband and she gets pregnant and she doesn't want to give she doesn't want to you know have an abortion yes but she also is kind of like trapped in this terrible marriage mm-hmm. and her um, and she's falling in love with her gynecologist, her OBGYN. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he's yeah, it's it's this very good movie, though. And so she kind of experiences this whole thing by um, going out of her out of her physical real world yeah. situation um, by th- coming up with these incredible pies she she makes these amazing uh-huh. pies uh-huh. and um and she's a waitress at a diner in town and so it's kind of just enough for her it's it's a really like understated movie it's really amazing it's a really understated movie just about like a woman who is processing a bad situation mm-hmm. yeah by baking yeah another movie that's similar in that vein that's not understated at all is room oh yeah that's a good oh, yeah. example that's, of like, yeah. yeah that's a great yeah. movie that's a great yeah. example of like the kind of opposite end Mm-hmm. But the movie is not centered on the abuser, but the victim. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this, and that's what the Joker in. 
not not so much a Jimmy show because it doesn't really portray him as a victim so much as like an an, an actor that he just like is is his own mm-hmm. folly. Yeah, like the Joker like portrays himself as both the victim and the abuser. Yeah, like yeah. it's a cycle of violence and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But in like the room and like the character who we don't see, an act of violence on him, and Joker like that, you know that's the like the full story of the room is that experience. Right. Yeah. I'm just I I like I don't know. I just I, I had a hard time with with Joker like just yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I I'm just not sure what could have if maybe just the concept itself. I think that's just it. Is is the thing that made it because because the problematic elements in the movie is what makes the movie happen. Right. If you remove that, you're taking away you're almost like whitewashing what the you know if it's going to be a critical analysis on society it has to have those elements like it has yeah. to actually show like the women excluded from the conversation you know what i mean because that's, right. that's what happens that's why it's unhealthy but also that's not what we maybe that's not what we need right now yeah Do you know what i mean it's it's yeah. the movie itself not so much like if you if you adjust it and make it a healthier like dynamic that doesn't that doesn't reflect why it's a bad situation right right but i think that you could have you could have like characters with somehow i imagine that there would be a way to do this where joker is more jimmy show no is is a slightly more uh secondary almost character i don't know i don't know what would take his place that's a dark night yeah yeah no but i mean like without batman Mm-hmm. And to have another, because okay, even in the Jimmy Show, we have other characters, and I think that Joker, it's you—you you almost exclusively inhabit his world. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's—I mean, I guess the point is to show this descent into madness. Yeah, this but. is this is the this is the Batman without this is the Joker character about the foil. This is just the Joker. Like, yeah. Specifically. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, it's an origin story movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, but I just mean like to have another character that is given some amount of agency. I don't know who it could yeah. be. I mean, mm-hmm. even it could e- even potentially just like cuz we've had okay, there are other um movies based on Gotham that are or other stories that mm-hmm. are based on Gotham that are mostly Batmanless. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Gotham, and, the show. Yeah, yeah, and we, there's also like the comic books, like that. I think I guess Gotham is maybe based on the Gotham PD or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I think I think even if the movie had taken some of the characters, some of the other characters it introduced, and maybe stuck with them a little bit longer, that we could have had some kind of. I don't know some kind of balance to it yes to where it just doesn't it doesn't feel like you're exclusively inhabiting the worldview of of joker yeah but that that's also just like the danger of having that that the movie itself being made because what makes a good movie is like the characters like the character's arc and their relationship with their own agency which happens very well in the movie as a character you know what i mean for for joker for arthur right but that's also like very dangerous because what are we associating with what are we what what is our view into this world is this 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 madness yeah it's like how in american history acts it's like it's both it's a it's critical of neo-nazis 
but because there are neo-Nazis in it and because the protagonist is like a, you know, was a neo-Nazi and yeah. stuff, that has been, glor- there's like, visually there's, you know, glorification of Nazis, even if it's meant to be like a, a twist on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, I don't know who, who said this, but it's like, there's no such thing as an anti-war movie because any portrayal of war is, autom- is like, in a film is automatically glorifying or, you know, uh, uh, not glorifying, but like cinematic. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's right. a cinematic portrayal of somebody who's doing these violent things is can be a vessel for somebody to attach to that character. Yeah. And while that might be good for making a movie, this is not a character that exists without the context of real life violence. Yeah. It's specifically a movie about real life violence in a world where there is no counterbalance to that. Yeah. So it's 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 just like like that's that's like the fascinating thing to me is I don't know you you can make this movie effectively as it does without it being problematic or dangerous because that is right. what the movie is. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. But I think even a movie like Taxi Driver, you have you do have some you do have a character some other characters that are like throughout. Yes. That I don't know that that are more of like a balance to it, mm-hmm. but I don't know. What well, do you think, Harpy? I don't know. I think we've been talking a lot about the Joker on the podcast <laughs> about the Jimmy Show. It's true. Sorry, that's okay. Um, but yeah, I think uh, there are lots of different opinions about Joker. And we've shared a few of them here today. We definitely have. <laughs> we probably shouldn't have like done this right after watching Joe. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, we're still processing. It's, very fresh. Yeah. it's really fresh for us. Yeah. Um, I don't think that. Well, I do agree about like the points you made about like war and uh, you know violent characters. I don't think that the Jimmy Show is at any risk of glorifying anything because I think he's like <laughs> yes, a pathetic exactly, dude yeah. in every way, mm-hmm. you know. And there's nothing that could possibly be, you mm-hmm. know. There's there's no upside to this character. Exactly, at all. but that's also why. But do you Joker think... works in in in, in that sense yes, of a movie? Yes, yeah, in a movie and why? And, and why yeah, Jimmy as a narrative. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you Agreed. think that he's intended to be? Yes. seen as an aggrieved character i mean the jimmy show the jimmy show do you show. think he's supposed to be seen as no. an aggrieved no character? i don't think so i think so then I, what's the point exactly well, well, yeah we asked the, the same thing about joe the king though like you know well, yeah but with joe the king at least we had some kind of we had at least some kind of like emotional payoff a little bit with well, it sounds like there was a little bit and i didn't see the end of the movie so i'm kind of left with just like what the fuck is the point of this movie yeah it's about an asshole and why are we gonna you know, why do we want to spend an hour whatever 80 80 minutes what is it an hour 20 i don't know how long it was uh, i don't know 90 minutes? but um but i think i mean i think kind of similar to joe the king it's like a snapshot of something tragic i think that is the whole mm. point and i think you know i think both movies are this is this is a thing that could be real yes and it's just a snapshot of something tragic with no payoff it's not for it's not really for the audience you know it's a mm-hmm. it's a it's a movie that's not yeah. you know it's not it's not to make you feel any kind of good way. No, it's not. It's right. definitely not. But you can do, I mean, but you can do things like that in a way that... Taxi driver, yeah. Well, no, yeah, but with this movie, I would say, like, a parallel could be, or I guess more with, I've talked about this before, but with Joe the King, like, a movie that's parallel that feels more... Uh, 
like there's some there's a kind of thesis there mm-hmm. is with the Florida project. Right, yes. right, right. Yeah. Where you have and that's another example of like you have a character that throughout is grounding it, which is Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. who's like a regular guy. Yes. Who, you know, does not have superpowers, but he's trying to at least in where he can I heard he does have a superpower. Huh? <laughs> he, oh, he was Green Goblin. He, yeah. 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 He has a really big Yeah. Power. Um, he are you talking about the his green goblin his green goblin (laughs) 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 Um, this this, this is is not for all ages right this podcast no 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 we have an Easter egg yeah that he has a giant penis is that what it is yeah whoa (laughs) (laughs) it's called hot guys not uh, hot guys um but anyway, so that's the character that grounds it throughout. And also you have the fact that um, like the mother in that movie yes. is kind of a, right. she's kind of a complicated person. Yeah, She does good things and she does shitty things. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah, know, you sure. kind of, yeah. That's what makes it like a easier, you know, a, a, a more likable or a be, almost, in, you know, different arguments, but like a better movie. It's, it's what you're looking for, but it's like, it's easier to watch and there's like more to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like feel bad movies. I think that's why like I kind of like the Joker a lot. Uh huh. It's, it's very misanthropic. But the Flora Project still isn't a feel good movie. It's still depressing. But there, there is, there is like elements of like there is, it's it's more than just. Well, like, I think because it's from the perspective of a child, of yeah. a child mostly yeah. that yeah. she's able to um, uh, kind of there, filter out some of. There the is bad a sense of wonder in her. that movie, right? Where where Joker and Jimmy show just blackness, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think I guess that's kind of my main I guess takeaway of my opinion on movies now. Is that you have is that This is so sad and dour, dude. What is? This, this episode is talking about like shitty shit cuz of like Jimmy Show and the Joker. Yeah. No, Sorry, but guys. just just the, the idea that podcast. you just the idea that you have to have something that grounds yes. uh-huh. the shittiness. That, you know that, what I mean? That's that's why the Batman needs to follow the Joker. Yeah. He's the grounding. Yeah. Which is also problematic. Batman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Excuse me? Why is the grounding... Right-wing icon Batman? Yeah, why is the grounding, uh, you know, a, a person's private war on crime? The grounding part, or, what? Why is the grounding of Gotham a rich person's, you know, private war on crime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, yeah, no he's definitely a problematic yeah, character. No, without a doubt. Can we just talk about the end of the Jimmy show? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Can, can I hear you guys? Not to be a bummer, but I do kind of want to talk about the movie that we're here to talk about. <laughs> Sorry, we're ruining the podcast. You didn't ruin the podcast. I made you guys go see the Joker so that we could talk about it in the sure. context of this. So yeah. it's all me. I'm making a lot of noise right now. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so at the end of the movie, so... Um, Similar to the Jimmy show, which was cutting back and forth between, I mean, uh, to Joe the King, that cut back and forth between the kid going to prison and the mom finding the records. Yeah. The end of this movie cuts back and forth between two scenes. It cuts back and forth between him doing, like, his final, um, like, stand-up set. 
and him going after the wife and daughter, which is that scene that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, so, but it's really cutting back and forth between that and his final stand-up set. And that's when we learned that his parents died and he was abused by his dad in oh. this really unfunny, <laughs> you know, something he should be working out in therapy session. Yeah. Um, but at the very, very end, he says, no more jokes, but if you feel like laughing, and then he looks down at himself, like indicating that he's laughable, and then he walks off stage, and it's just the mic and the spotlight on the stage. And that's the end of the movie, and it's a real bummer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he puts on clown makeup and... And reuses the same joke three times. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's on the ending. Um, to the people who've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I'm glad that at the end he was able to let go of the wife and child because it was yeah. what was for what was best for them, and also probably for him for the time being. Not that he could never be involved in Monday's life again, but sure. I don't think he should have ever been with Annie or should be with her again. Yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but he's a totally sad, unlikable dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who had many opportunities to like better himself and didn't take them. Yes. Yeah. Because he, he, he talks about how he got fired from some of his other jobs for, like... For sleeping on the job. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, he broke... Like didn't he break something? Or was that Joker? I don't know. Did he break it? I remember the, uh... The, the, Did he get into a fight with his boss or something? Mm, I mean, he got into fights with the audience at the shows, but... Yeah, that's true. He did yeah. do that, yeah. One of the jobs was like a fi- he was selling fireplaces and he was like pushy mm-hmm. and he didn't, and that's so yeah he was like a bad, bad was, salesperson. Was, was that the one where is that the one where he comes back and his wife leaves him? Was that the day? Oh maybe yeah, yeah. I think, so. I yeah. think it was yeah. In other words, he was at like a Middle Eastern restaurant. He was like kind of an asshole. Oh to yeah the... yeah yeah. Yeah. It was like a fast food restaurant. Yeah. Like a... oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. You see him do a few different jobs and he. Yeah, he can't, he can't keep a job because he's a he's a he's a he's a. I keep conflating. Rude. Now I'm conflating all the jobs that Joker had with the ones in this movie. But he had like one he job. He had one job. He's, he's a just clown. a clown. Yeah, but he goes to different places. It's not different jobs. Okay, fine, whatever. The bus driver has different jobs. He goes to different bus stops. <laughs> that's the same. Because <laughs> he gets whatever. Never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just gave you a hard time. What? I'm just giving you a hard time. I well, yeah, I know. I feel it. So yeah, I would really recommend to both of you guys and to the listeners at home, uh, or in the bus or at work or wherever you're listening to the show, <laughs> stop what you're doing. Go watch Waitress. It's really yes, good. Yes, watch Waitress. Yeah, sure, I will yeah. watch this. It's a it's a much I think it's a much better counterpart to this movie. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend this movie. Yeah, yeah. that movie has nothing to do with stand up. It's just about you know a woman who's. Just about a, about a woman who figured who's living her life and from what, her perspective. What, what would a good counter counter uh, recommendation be about a woman saying of marvelous Mrs. Mabel? I haven't watched that show. Oh, Maisel's good. Um, although, I mean, it's not like a great show about stand-up comedy. No, it's, it's just a good show. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, say don't watch this, or maybe the Joker. Don't watch the Joker unless you really feel like it. And you know you come from it from a like a smart perspective, yeah, a healthy perspective, and and, and watch these nice things like <sighs> Joe the King. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really recommend Joe. Yeah, the King either, I haven't seen but... it. Either. 
Watch Waitress. Watch, watch Waitress. Whatever you want. To watch. Any Frank Whaley projects we could recommend? A Midnight Clear. Mm-hmm. He was an actor in that film. Hustlers. Yeah. Hustlers. Go see Hustlers. Yeah. Snow Falling on Cedar. He's not in that. Yeah, but that's a Ethan Hawke movie. It is an Ethan Hawke movie. That you guys movie. talked about. Yes, we did. Pulp Fiction. This is just, you should just watch that movie, though. It's a good movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What is? Snow Falling on Cedars. But yeah, well, I mean, if we're talking best Ethan Hawke movie, though, I'd say Before Sunrise and Training Day. Not oh. to be basic, but... Training Day is a good movie. Training Day was good. Thanks for inviting me for that one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was booked. I was <laughs> doing, doing another podcast? Yeah, I was doing Treks in the City. You're doing what? I was doing Treks in the City. Oh, but... that's cool. Can you yeah. get them to come on Hot Guys? Yeah, I can. I know, Alice. What, did you? Can we talk about her? Who? Alice Waterland? Yeah. Why? What do you mean, can we do? I don't know. Can you talk about people on the podcast? Why not? That we don't know? Sure. We're talking about... I know Brett Kavanaugh personally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys went to college yeah. together? I was going to say, I, she, she was doing like a... Yeah, I know. She was doing a pretty good award. And, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's all that, I wanted to say. I was just like, can we say, Yeah, Alice but, Waterland was Elizabeth Warren on The Underculture. Yeah, uh, with a James Adomian. Uh-huh, yeah. no, I didn't, I didn't see that, yeah. hear that. Is that a podcast? Yeah, it's a podcast, but they do love shows, too. Okay. I'm, I'm out of touch. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. That's cool. I'd like to hear it, because I think Elizabeth Warren, doing an Elizabeth Warren impression is Yeah, she's a hard difficult. person to... Yeah, it's like Oklahoma, like, super homey. Yeah, yeah, but she has, like, a very specific inflection and it's yeah it's one of those things it's a little jimmy stewart but a woman yeah i was gonna say yeah 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 yeah. it's one of those things where like once you hear like the impression enough when somebody cracks it everybody can do it it's just it's like you know the impression you do the impression yeah and then you're there yeah yeah do you have something to share with us (laughs) sure oh shoot what it's a hawk fact forgot the show sometimes because we're talking about the joker too much <laughs> yeah this is still an ethan hawk podcast oh i didn't have a most ethan hawk line because i didn't think that this character was especially ethan hawk no, oh i did have a most ethan you had hawk one line. yeah uh, fucking a fucking a yeah the way he delivered it uh-huh. just felt right um all right well s- oh, not no. my finest work okay well but. any hawk fact is a good hawk fact that's true <laughs> uh <laughs> all right so Today, we're talking about... Caw! Thank you. Did you make the noise? Yeah. Caw! Caw! Uh, the Laughing Falcon. <gasps> oh, laughing! laughing. Yes. yes. Joker. Yes. Jimmy yes. Show. Also called the Snake Hawk. Erroneously, since it is not a hawk. All right. So... Uh-huh. Sharing what some kind of, falcon kind of, facts. Oh, it's here. a falcon. Okay. Yeah, it's a falcon. Already. Yeah. Did you Google do hawks laugh, and that's how you got to this? No, I just googled laughing hawk. All right. Um, its English name comes from its loud voice. So there you go. Uh, as does the scientific name. Cicinus. Whoa. Latin for. Laughing aloud or laughing mm. immoderately. Mm. The generic name Herpotheres refers to its preferred food. Is there Her- is that a like sound? Herp- is, is there an audio clip of this? I wonder. Bird? I have it right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. You can cut in like the Joker laugh too. The namesake call is a long series of separate, rather human-like cries, 
each one often rising sharply in pitch in the middle and sometimes falling sharply at the very end, changing from a joyful to a sad sound <gasps> and rendered as a ha 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 har her her or ha her her her. <laughs> the series may be introduced by faster ha 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 calls suggestive of maniacal laughter <gasps> oh relevant dude yeah particularly when the bird is startled damn dude i wonder if you can hear if maybe we can find an audio clip spooky dude yeah that's a little Joaquin Phoenix more like Joaquin Hawk or Falcon. Well, Joaquin Phoenix, River Phoenix, Ethan Hawk explores. Connection. Connection. Yeah. And um, despite its maniacal laughter, it's very cute. Oh, it is really cute. Yeah. It has Joker makeup on. It looks kind of like yeah. one of those um, Beanie Babies with the big eyes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it is cute. So there yeah. you go. That's your Hawk fact. Great Hawk fact. Spider Falcon, unfortunately, but you know what? They're closely related. Yes, they are closely related. It's come up before. I'll be real quick. I'm just going to pull up some reviews. Yeah, so New York Times, we have Stephen Holden, who we've heard from before. Ooh. Um, he says, The Jimmy Show is the kind of movie that is a must to avoid on a bad day. Even on a good one, it could send you into a funk. Uh... It's true. So I think really mostly his he's just saying it's pretty bleak. And there are some things that don't make sense. He says many crucial details feel wrong. The grandmother, who appears ominously surly early in the movie, unaccountably changes personality as it goes along. Annie seems much too attractive and self-possessed to settle for someone as dreary as Jimmy. Uh, Mr. Hawk, true. no matter how slovenly he may appear, is just too suave for that's Ray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think he's got a lot of good points here. Um, he drops like the... Like the, the stuff on the, the supermarket. That was like his like uh, oh, yeah, introduction. Oh yeah, dropping that. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm like stupid. I forgot about he says that. that. He says the R word and says like oh, I don't yeah, know if yeah. he's you know whatever or whatever. It's just he just like or he's just or high all the time. She smokes too much weed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And then he says, uh, as fully as Mr. Whaley succeeds in bringing Jimmy to life, this brave and talented talented actor can't make him likable. Yeah, for real. So. That's true. Yeah, he's just not a likable guy. I don't think he's supposed to be. But yeah. why would you watch yeah. that movie? Why would you make a movie about like an unlikable guy with no point? Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah, I think that's kind of the thing is, it's. It's like okay, you did it, but why? Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really the only review I was able to pull up. There weren't too many out there. Um. You know where you can find a review. On Letterboxd? On Letterboxd. Uh, yeah, I do have a Letterboxd. <laughs> at Harping. At Harping About. About. Or Harper Thompson on Harper Letterboxd. Harper Thompson on Letterboxd. I did leave two reviews because I watched this movie twice this week. Mm-hmm. So. That's cool. You can leave two. You hear that, Jonathan? You can leave two reviews. You can leave two reviews of one movie? Yes. Yeah. Because you're going to rewatch it and then you note that. Cool. Yeah. As of right now, I have like 1,250 movies locked. So that's cool. I have like 70, I think. But I only have like 280 in my diary or something. It's hard to know when I watched every movie <laughs> that I've seen. I've seen a lot of movies. Letterbox is a good app. But no pressure. 
Yeah, pressure. I pressured you, so I can pressure him. It's allowed. Yeah. Sure. Equal rights, dude. Oh, one just errant thought I had. Um, when errant. the it's a good vocab word. It is. I've used vocab words on the show before. Remember when I knew what crepuscular was? What does that mean? Yes. It means um, of or pertaining to twilight. What? The time of day. Oh. Not, not the, not the, yeah, serious. Um, when the grandma died, he walks home and his grandma is dead. Um, when he goes into the house, you can see her breathing really heavily, even though she's supposed to be dead. Like you could see her shoulders oh. moving, mm. like she was acting dead, but wasn't doing a great job. I just was thinking about that while I was watching it. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that far. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, yeah. I guess that's really all I have on this movie. So yeah, I you can find me on the internet at Harping About in most places, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. And something I've been enjoying in culture outside of Ethan Hawke is... What did I watch this week? Oh, I watched Jupiter Ascending. I did, can't really say that I enjoyed that, though. Oh, I watched The Virgin Suicides for the first time. I know this is like a really old movie at this uh-huh. point, but I so um, famously hate women directors. <laughs> Damn. I'm just kidding. I don't, but um, Jonathan likes to make fun of me. and I. But this Sorry. comes mostly from the fact that I'm not a really big Sofia Coppola fan, but I had never seen Virgin Suicides, so I watched it this week, and um, I really liked it. So I guess I like her movies about blonde women being in a house because I also really liked The Beguiled. Um, it's just her other movies that I've seen that I have not really cared for. You're so, allowed. Yeah, I'm allowed. Um, yeah, Virgin Suicides, it was good. Woodrack, if you haven't seen it. Jonathan? Nice. Uh, Jonathan, you can find me on the interwebs at John Savalata, specifically on Instagram. Mm. Uh, that's pretty much it. And thing I've been enjoying... Um, I'm just going to say disco. In general? Just in general. Cool. Just disco. Yeah. Nice. Gio, where can people find you and what um, have you been enjoying? Okay. So you guys can find me on uh, Tinder, Hinge, Bumble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Gio, G-I-O. That's it. I, I don't want to plug anything else. And what have I been enjoying uh, in media, pop culture? It's outside world, not relating to Ethan Hawke? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I plug two things? Sure. Okay. I really liked uh, the Amazon series Undone, starring Rosa Salazar. Nice. Uh, and um, that guy who's in a lot of things as well. Oh, David Diggs. Odenkirk. Yeah, oh, David Diggs is there too. Also Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. yeah. David Diggs is cool. He was in Train Spotting. He's Hamilton. gonna be in. Um, You're gonna be in David Diggs. <laughs> He's gonna be in the Good Lord Bird with Ethan Hawke. <gasps> it's Connection. a new show on Showtime coming out this February. <laughs> do you guys do any? TV shows? We're going to do we're the Good Lord Bird. Decide. Yeah, he's never done one before. So. Oh, yeah, this, we're is gonna do, this, is, this is a first for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is his he first one like, series. He yeah. did one um, uh, unaired pilot that I don't know that I can find. Shoot, I'm sorry. Oh, you can. Does that count? Huh? Does that count? No, I mean, I would like to watch it if I could find it, but I haven't really tried that hard. It's like from 2011, so we have time. But um, he was in one episode of Alias that we are going to talk about with friend of the show lauren bresnahan we're gonna call in oh so she's fun. gonna call in yep that's wild 
Yeah, yeah, we have to figure out how that works. But yeah, so that's going to be good. But this is his first series he's done. That's so cool. Yeah. What was the other thing you meant to plug? Oh, uh, Afrobeat band Osibisa. It's pretty cool. Discovered them. Dope. O-S-I-B-I-S-A. Let me double check that. Okay. I didn't realize I was plugging shit. <laughs> Not because I don't watch the show, but because I forgot about your show. I don't watch the show. I do. I've seen it, dude. You can see, you can see. Seen our show? Yeah. I, I've listened to it. O-S-I-B-I-S-A. O-S-I. I've been on the show. Of course I've been on the show. All right. Shit. I just forgot. I love you, Harper. I love you, too. Okay, so you can follow the show at Hawkeye's Pod, H-A-W-K-E-Y-E-S-P-O-D, on Facebook, Twitter, Twitter Instagram, Instagram, Tumblr. Tumblr. And TikTok. TikTok. Oh! <laughs> you, guys have, you guys have TikToks? <laughs> yeah. Um, just just Hawkeye's Pod has a TikTok, but I haven't done anything with it yet because Shit. I'm still figuring it out because I'm not a Gen Zer. Yeah, yeah. TikTok is like the quintessential Zoomer app. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to figure it out. We'll see. I'm old. Yeah. You're on Twitter now? I am on Twitter That's now. That's very millennial. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just catching up with millennials, yeah. so it's gonna take me a while to get that Gen Z. Gen Z, Z, Z. Yeah, but I feel like Gen Zers are also on Twitter. Not, not just oh, yeah. Not just, not just TikTok. But, yeah, TikTok yeah. is like their like native homeland. You know yeah, I, mean? I think yeah. so. It's like their because I feel like Twitter has kind of maintained a consistent level of popularity. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. like it's like heavy on like two like generations. It's like boomers and millennials. Yeah. Boomers? Yeah. On Twitter? Old ass people. Like politicians? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Hmm. Anyway, I don't know what I'm on about. I don't know. Alright. Um bye. Bye. <sighs> <Ca-ca>! <laughs>